Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hi, everyone. This is Eden, and here with Kim, Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. Welcome. Thank you guys for listening. We are going to talk about some really personal things today, but kind of fun. We have some really cute, interesting stories. I think you guys will really enjoy listening, so stay tuned. Yes, yes. Hi, everybody so excited for this episode so we often do or not really often but every once in a while we do raw and real and we usually go really deep and really you know philosophical or spiritual and we thought you know what let's just talk about what's been going on and what we've been up to and it's actually some really interesting stuff and some of it is like dark and crazy and and deep mm-hmm, and then yes. some of it's really lighthearted and law of attraction and manifesting and so just listen to the whole thing and you'll see yeah so okay. Eden, i think you should start with what just went on with you okay <laughs> so um i got the opportunity to go to see the rock and roll hall of fame uh show it was uh, last weekend and in particular I was there um, because I wanted to see Lionel Richie get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Fame. He is uh, just to me everything. I just love his music. <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of his. So um, I'm going to tell you guys a story about what how it all transpired and what went on when I when we were there. Um, so it was something that I thought was kind of like out of reach. I never thought I would be able to do something like that. And um, there was a, a few weeks back, um, a day I went to a store and a lot of Richie song came on and I don't really hear, I don't know if you guys hear his songs on the radio much or on, you know, in a store um, on satellite radio or anything like that, but it was weird. Like it just really stood out to me. And then, um, I went into the car and I turned it on and another lot of Richie song came on. And then they announced that, um, the, I think it was the date of the, uh, rock and roll hall of fame show that they were going to be doing. And they said, get your tickets, something like that. And I figured because they usually do it in Cleveland, Ohio, where the museum right. is. And I just figured, oh, that's something that I, I'm not going to be able to go, but that would be so cool. I would love to, especially because it's Lionel Richie. He's being inducted. Um, the next morning, I think it was you sent me an email and there's this company that we are a part of um, called One Iota. You guys might know what that is, uh, where you could get free tickets for shows. And um, you sent me the link to um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that, that they were giving out free tickets um, for the show. And so I was like, whoa, I manifested. <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> because, after you wanted to yeah. go, I sent yeah. it to you. Right. So I was like, just really blown away that I there was actually an opportunity to, for this to happen for me. So um, I also felt like this would be such a, a win for me when I've 
been through lots of things this year that I felt like I really deserved this. <laughs> this yeah. was so uplifting. So um, I just really was determined to make it happen. And um, you have to put in a request to ask for, and you only get two tickets. And, I and you, have to, you have to say why you want them. You do. So it asks like, who are you most excited to see and why? And so I just kind of gave them my, my whole story about, you know, how much I love Lionel and how much I feel like I deserve to be able to see him get this award and, um, or this honor. So, um, I've asked my friend Ellen to also put in a request. So then the week would have like another chance to have to get tickets because they don't give them out to everyone. So uh, a week, few weeks later, it was the day before and um, neither of us got the email saying we get tickets. So I was just figuring when I was not going to be able to go. But it turns out that she got the ticket. She found out like five o'clock the night before. Wow. Um, and and I was like, God, they didn't like my sob story. <laughs> They're like, but, she has issues. Forget yeah, it. Right. <laughs> oh, and the tickets were for stage seats. So you they had like a um bleachers on the stage where people could sit there on the stage. Um, so that was even more exciting to us. We'd be so like up close and personal to, you know, to the acts, um, to the the singers. So then um she ended up getting the tickets. We, we, you know, we put outfits together and got all excited. We went, then we found out, or we found out that night that you cannot, you're not guaranteed to get in. <laughs> um, you just have to go and then you have to go early. And so we went early, we went in line and we had a head of COVID tests. We passed that test. Then we got in line, like probably a couple hours before they were going to open the doors. And um, it was, it was a couple hours of, stress because we thought, you know, we kept thinking we're, we're getting in. No, we're not getting in. We're, you know, so what turned out to happen was um, finally about 40 minutes before the show started, we get informed that our little group, um, there's a few of us that we're going to get in and they allowed everyone in front of us in. And when they got to us, they said, okay, you are the last two. Oh my God. And there were tons of people behind us. So we were uh, like, whoa, we're really, you know, the, the gods are with us today. And they're, you know, I'm manifesting this. This is really going to happen. So, yeah. So we finally got close. We still, when we got up to the door of the theater, they still didn't let us in. And they said, you may not get in. Oh, my so, God. So it was still this back and forth. And then we had people behind us that were um, that that came in and didn't have wristbands like us, but they tried to follow us in and get in and they got caught. So we were glad. But um, <laughs> anyway, so we finally obviously we got it. OK, so we are in. And, hard. and yeah, we did. And um, what happened was we didn't end up on the having the stage seats, but we were happy because the stage seats, you had to get your camera, your, uh, your phones were being taken away. So this way we got to sit in the seats about 20 rows back and, um, we got to keep our phones. So I got to take plenty of video and pictures and everything. And the show was phenomenal. I mean, the, the, uh, we were just feeling so blessed to be in that room with all of those icons and, uh, just a dream come true moment. Yeah. Who was your, like, what are a couple of your favorites? Eminem and Lionel Richie. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And yeah. Well, and I saw that Eminem was on stage with Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. 
Yes. And like Richie was on stage with Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters. So it was like such a cool mix oh, yeah. that, they, um, that they interspersed people from all different genres. Yeah. So if anyone has HBO, you can watch it next weekend. Um, and yeah, this show, I mean, just one icon after another came out and we didn't know half of them that were going to be there. So it was just so exciting. Such a thrill. That's so cool. And you so deserved it and you manifested it. And, Thank you. Um, yeah. And that one iota is cool because I've gone to a, America's Got Talent many times with that. And some of the shows, they don't make you apply in that way. They just give them to you. And some of the shows like Jimmy Kimmel, they were like, why? Why do you love Jimmy Kimmel? Why do you want to go to Jimmy Kimmel? And then you don't get in yeah. sometimes. You don't right. give them an answer. Um, but what's also funny is that we were supposed to go on a trip overnight to Ojai, California. Yes. Oh, right. And, yeah. And Eden kept feeling like, I don't know why, but I'm not supposed to go. There's something like coming up or, and she just kept being like, I'm going to wait. I don't know why. And so when I sent her that thing, she's like, I think this is why I'm not going to Ojai. I think this is why I'm not supposed to go. And so what's funny is we say that we switched places because I ended up going to Ojai with two friends and it was very Zen and calming and nature. And Eden's out rocking out at this concert. <laughs> dressed up and usually it's the other way around so uh -huh. yeah which place we did like that parent trap yeah <laughs> except <That's>... we're not <laughs> right yeah it's so fun and a couple things that i i want to share with you guys too that are pretty important and in case people don't get to watch this um one thing well this is a separate thing but it's just so important that you know in telling the story there's something to learn from it which is that you know manifestation you can you can manifest what you desire um i think it's about working on having no attachment though just accepting that you know it's going to happen if it's meant to but you could put it out there you know what you desire and and then looking for the signs they're always there there's always signs uh, that you know you're being told from the universe and also just like don't give up hope that you know when you want something um there's always a way right but, you know i was so determined so today i i posted this it says keep the faith the most amazing things in life tend to happen right at the moment you're about to give up hope wow and I did. Uh, that actually makes sense to me because I did give up hope. We were. You were like, oh well, I'm not going. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think we were gonna go. Yeah, right. I actually had plans for the next day, and I had to cancel them. So yeah. So there's that. Th those little lessons. But um, there were a couple of things um, that people brought up that when I was at the show, um, Lionel Richie, he talked about, it, this was just pretty eye-opening to me. When he first started out, he talked about this um, in his speech. When he first started out, he was told that he was not black enough to be, to be in the business, you know, in, wow. the, in the genre that he was in. And, um, you know, that, you know, there's a whole story to that, but he obviously proved them wrong. Um, but that was, really harsh and then you know just it's all about discrimination and then dr dre he came um he introduced eminem and he talked about um he actually discovered eminem for those who don't know mm -hmm. I, I didn't know that but a lot of people i know that yeah i'm sure you did um and he talked about that you know he saw um eminem's um no he didn't see it he heard 
his, what, what is that called? <laughs> his demo. His demo. So he heard the demo and he just instantly wanted to work with him. Um, he shared the demo with his people and all of them said no, because he said, they said to him, he has blue eyes. He can't rap. Oh my God. Yeah. So I just, it just, it's just so sad that that's how, what, how things work and it's still this day right this day. it's still the same yeah um so good thing he didn't listen that's one thing that dre said that good thing i didn't listen to them mm -hmm. um and then um we also had john mellencamp he came out and he was introducing um an attorney an entertainment attorney his attorney um who was the first attorney to get inducted into the hall of fame um and he's a jewish man and he talked about anti-Semitism and he just brought out that whole thing about hatred, discrimination, divide, um, and just everyone in the room. It was so powerful. It just like everyone was just rooting for, for him and, you know, what he was saying and supporting. Um, and it just felt like just such a, a, it was just such a good vibe. Everybody was like all, everyone was there for the, the same reason. And it was all about music and it brings everyone together and, you know, needing to take out all of those other aspects that don't belong there. Um, so it was just, again, like so eye opening that this, right. this goes on behind the scenes. Oh yeah. And there's, there's a lot and, you know, not to get into it too much, but just, I think that with 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 religion politics or just anything like social issues or just people's opinions altogether and a lot of times people's posts they usually include when it's when it's something that's judgmental or opinionated it usually includes a lot of division and a lot of anger or hatred or you know not being tolerant or not accepting mm -hmm. and i think that one of the things i really recommend you know for myself or for anyone else when you're having an opinion or belief or a post or anything like that, ask yourself, you know, is this filled with positivity or love or um, compassion or acceptance? And if it isn't, what is it doing to me? Because I think that for a lot of those people, every day they're filled with anger or frustration about what's going on in the world or what they believe or think. And what it's doing is actually causing them punishment. They're filling themselves with that type of energy yeah. and then thus they're having angry days or frustration or moodiness towards others and a lot of times it's them taking on things that they don't even really know the depth of what they're deciding or believing they're just kind of going along with what other people are saying to believe right yeah yeah and so i just i think that's important and um you know one of the guests we're going to have in a couple of weeks um my friend anas was talking about how he's all about just, you know, why do people need to discriminate in any way, whether it's gender or sexual preference or culture or race or anything, you know, why, why do you need to judge or discriminate if that person's happy living their life that way? Why is it your, like, what does it have to do with you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it stems from being unhappy deep down. Yeah. Or, or not having enough going on in your own life. So you have to take on beliefs or, or big causes, you know, of, of something just to feel like you have something going on and then you don't have to face your own things that are yeah. going on inside. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah. So, 
summing it all up, I learned a lot. I I learned that I love going to concerts. Ah, <laughs> yeah, are you excited to hear that? He's turning into me now. I secretly hypnotized you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think we were pretty spoiled, though, to see all of those people in one night, you know, in one place. Like, I don't think it gets better than that. Right. Well, I'm going to remind you that that you did love the concert. You and I went to see the revolution at the Ace Hotel Theater um, mm -hmm. a few years ago, and we got right up front. We got seated next to the director of Purple Rain, mm -hmm. and um, we were near Dwayne Tudal, who's been on our show, and we got to meet all these people and Andre Simone and, you know, people that worked with Prince, and that was pretty cool, too, and we were, like, backstage, and so just having that vibe of, of going to something exciting like that, you know, that people remember forever. Mm -hmm. And I know the rock and roll hall of fame was more people and, and bigger yeah. scale, but it's still one of those times that you're like, it's almost like you keep the energy with you forever of what you experienced in yeah. that, in that night. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, people, when they're in a dark place or just a low place, I think doing things like that and thank goodness we are past, hopefully for good, the COVID stuff where we can continue to have these opportunities to go see right. shows. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I, I think mm -hmm. that, you know, people a lot of times will say, well, I can't afford it, which maybe you can't, but I think it's worth it to save up your money to do stuff like that as much as you can, whether it be a musical or a show or a traveling experience or even a museum or whatever, because those are the things that make life exciting and happy. And you have those memories, you know, yeah. when, when my grandma was nearing time for her to pass away, all she talked about was like experiences we had like that. Like that's what she just kept talking about over and over again, right before she died. And I'm like, wow, it's like those memories are flashing through her mm -hmm. mind of those things we did. And they, some of them were things that we had to save money for, but it was worth it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm on board. Although I got to go for free to this one. <laughs> and, and, and Oh, and that's, that's even bigger manifesting. Cause I had yeah. received, I had received an email about tickets, the last minute tickets available for that show and your seats that you were at were about 2000 each. Wow. So you manifested $2,000. <laughs> it is like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So I have another funny thing that happened with cats. I'm going to share with you guys. Um, so do you remember, you know how, again, like I said, something about how we always, there's always signs everywhere. Um, so suddenly, and I'm not a cat person. Sorry to those who are, um, I'm just not into them. So it, it's a kind of strange thing for me to have cats around me or any kind of like symbolic cat stuff. So um, it started with a couple of weeks ago where um, I went out to dinner and there was, we, we was outdoors and there was a cat there next to the table. Didn't think much of it. Um, next day I uh, went somewhere else was outdoors uh, shopping with my daughter and we see another cat kind of like a couple stray cats. So um, then we see, then the next day, the following day. So that's the third day 
um, I was with my daughter again and we were outdoors walking and a cat came up to us. So that's three cats in a row, three days in a row. Um, and I started to think, okay, what's going on with cats? There's something <laughs> to this. Um, so the, that third day, it was a little bit more, um, involvement with the cat. We thought it was lost. So, um, Skylar ended up picking it up, which is a whole other thing because she's allergic to cats or so she, she used, we thought she was cause she picked it up and she seemed fine. She didn't have a reaction, which was a good thing. Um, so we brought it home. She insisted on bringing it back home. Um, so then, uh, that was three days of cat stuff. Next day, I think I told you about the cats and then you said you had what I've been having you? all these crazy cat things too. Like, yeah, just, just like people holding cats on Zoom meetings and seeing more cats like in my backyard and like weird stuff that, that which I don't ever see them. Like, for some reason in my neighborhood, you never really see cats. And so all of a yeah. sudden, I have been seeing them everywhere. <laughs> yes. And then I talked to someone else, another friend of mine, and she has been um, sewing clothes and she said she has been feeling attracted to materials that have cats on them so she's making cat clothes <laughs> um so there's just a lot of that going on and i think i had a dream of a cat and then we were recording um and scott our producer talk gave told us about a story that he had with cats uh -huh. and this was all within like a week yes yeah. <laughs> and then um we had uh it was halloween and my i had a tr the first trick-or-treaters that we had two people came and they were both cats <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so i started to get very curious about what is this all about you know kind of a thing and it i finally figured out what it was and it's just like you know I'm, there's a whole theme behind it i don't need to get into that because it's kind of a personal thing but well just, uh, just give a little like sentence like because people it's important okay. to know there are such things as animal symbolism and sometimes it's yeah. either signs but i even have oracle cards about what your animal totem symbol is and you keep seeing like if you see a random animal or an animal you don't see often over and over and over again, usually it's a message to you. Like, okay, you've yeah. got to look this up and see what it means. And it's relevant to your life. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So how it applies in my life. Um, it's just basically there's uh, a, a, some people that I am dealing with that um, there's like this cat and mouse kind of a game thing going on. Um, so it's, it's similar to that. And it's also about like when you want something, you treat them like a cat or you want someone, you treat them like a cat because cats don't want you if you want them kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so when you push people away, it's like, you know, it's the cat thing. So it's similar to that. Um, uh, that, that lesson was for um, someone someone that I know who also the people who are dealing I, I don't know about you but the other friend of mine she needed that lesson as well so it's just it goes on it spreads all over the place you know when when you have something going on it seems like a lot of people around you are dealing with the same thing so mm -hmm. yeah so anyway so that was my my cat stuff it can it's continuing as well
Well, and I think that, you know, we, and this might, you know, I'd love to hear from audience members if this happens to you with like your brother and sister, twin, you know, friend, whatever. But like Eden and I text and talk so often and we do so much deep work together that we often have things come up. Like she'll see something for me, I'll see something for her or even what she just talked about with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She thought she wanted it and I sent her the email without knowing she had just asked that to the universe. Um, and so I feel like I was seeing the cats so many for her, like to tell her about it. And sometimes she's had things that were for me, like, and that comes up, like when we're on the phone, sometimes like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a message and it's for you, you know, or I've had this dream and it was related to what you're going through. And sometimes that might happen to you guys as well when you're. Oh really yeah. And it's always, it's in your face because like I even, uh, I think once or twice I turned the TV on and suddenly there was a commercial with cats in it. And, yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's all over the place when, <laughs> when they're trying to send you a message. And then when you get the message, when you finally realize what the message is, it calms down. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I saw when I was in Ojai, so I did end up going to Ojai with two friends and yeah. we went to these and it's interesting because Lisa Pusher, who was on our show a few times, um, she's gone to Ohio a bunch of times. And I asked her, have you been to the places I went? And she's like, no. And so I was like, oh, that's interesting because my whole perception of Ohio is this like total spiritual place with nature. And, you know, other people could go and just go to like the shops and the mm -hmm. restaurants and they yeah. have this cute little town. But I went to three spiritual places that are up high on mountains overlooking the whole view and you could see the ocean. And there was like, there was like spirit orbs and the pictures, like really interesting ones. And there was this magic tree that you could go say a prayer under. And when we arrived, no one was there. We were on this one meditation mountain. It's really beautiful. No one at all was there. And all of a sudden under the tree, a man was praying and we're just, you know, we ignored him and went over to do our own meditation and kind of just sit there and look at the view. And he comes over and just starts telling us like in a nice way, like starts just telling us the whole history of, you know, what the mountain means and the spiritual guy who bought the mountain and just all this stuff. So it was just divine timing. But one of the places we went to was a universal um, place where they, they just believe in accepting all religions and all cultures and all walks of life it's just universal love that's it like and mm -hmm. so in that garden they had a cat but it was a like a panther cat you know like a a panther statue mm -hmm. and it said that if you put your hands on it and ask for what you want healed that will heal and so I did and took a picture of it <clears throat> and so that was another cat <laughs> yeah oh my gosh okay yeah you're getting so so I had something happen. Um, actually, interestingly, talking about friendships, um, I had been texting with one of my friends just about some stuff we were going through. And we were both in, you know, I had been having some hormonal stuff come up again and just feeling off. And she was having her own stuff come up. And we were just in a place where we were having faith still. But we were just like, okay, enough is enough. I'm sick of this. Like, why does this keep happening? Um, and you know, knowing that we can put it out there and, you know, attract healing, of course, but we were just, you know, talking to each other and getting it out. And so we were like, okay, talk to you later. And I went to, this was just like a week ago and I went to walk the dog 
And I walk the dog at my regular place. I live a mile from the beach. Um, and usually you don't see too much craziness or drama going on. And I'm walking by this house and this guy was outside and there were broken bricks and like stuff all over his yard. And I was like, hmm, this is, I felt like I was in a movie. It was really weird. And he had his cell phone with him and he said, can I talk to you? And I was like, sure. And I had seen him before, but he looked like someone who had a hard life, like had had a hard life, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and he said, I'm on the phone with the suicide hotline and they're not answering. And I feel like I want to take my own life. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, What do I do with this? But you know, it's interesting. I had like, almost like I had God speaking through me. Like I didn't feel scared. And I just felt like I am supposed to go up to this guy and talk to him. And even though he had things thrown all over his yard. And so he starts talking to me. He, I, I go, well, I'm a life coach and, you know, I, I can talk to you. And yeah. I said, um, I, I said, like, you know, a summary of things like, you know, you deserve to live. Don't let this dark moment, you know, define everything. You, you're going to feel better really soon. Just keep taking it breath by breath, moment by moment. And he starts, he kind of wasn't making sense like he was on something. So I said, maybe, you know, maybe you need to go get help or go to a place. And he's like talking about being on meth in the past. And then he shows me, oh, I got really angry and threw things. And he showed me a Marilyn Monroe painting that he punched through. Mm. Um, He's like, oh, I did this. And um, so probably rationally, I should have ran. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) were you, were you like, how close were you to him? I was maybe like six feet away but I was very cautious and aware like I was like okay if he barely makes a move I'm running like if he has a weapon or does anything I was ready to like you know dash off if I needed to but I just continued to talk to him I'm like you know people have all been through something like this and you're you're okay and someone's going to be able to help you you just need to reach out and you know I just kept talking to him and all of a sudden he's just like you know what god bless you He goes, I just, I don't feel like I want to take my own life anymore. And you really helped me. And I'm going to go inside now. And he just left and went inside and closed the door. And I was like, huh. (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) I really did. And so then the cops were, it was really weird because the cops were down the street and there was a couple of cops. And I'm thinking maybe they came because of him. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell. So I just went up to the cop and told him what had happened. And the cop just said, thank you so much. And that's it. Um, so I have no idea. And then it was weird because later that day, I had forgotten that he had all the broken. I told people what happened. Like I told a few yeah. people, including you. Mm-hmm. And I had forgotten that he had all this broken stuff, including bricks yeah. in the front yard. And it was hilarious because I was watching, I was watching the Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion that night and they were talking about Kathy Hilton, how she was throwing things all over the place and hitting the walls or whatever. And all of a sudden I went, wait, when I saw that guy and talked to him, you know, talked him down, there was broken, you know, it made me remember. And it was weird. Like my mind had blocked it out until then. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that was my, and so. I, what was interesting too is I walked the other way home and I saw a teenager right after, exactly mm-hmm. after this guy, like three more blocks down. 
I walk a different way home because I kind of wanted to get out of the way of that guy to get it further involved and to not get further involved. And this teenager was sitting by herself in the grass and I overheard her saying to someone, she seemed like really depressed and down. And she's like, yeah, she goes, maybe I'll be able to do that once. I'm not afraid to be alone oh. one day. And I was like, what is going on? So then I text my friend who I'd been on the phone with and we had been, you know, talking about stuff. Yeah. And she had just talked to a family member, totally dark, like giving up type of place. She talked her up from feeling like that. And we're like, okay, this all happened for a reason to show us. We have a purpose for what we're going through. Yeah. And there's a reason we're here. Mm -hmm. And it was just so profound that that happened right after I'd been on the phone with her that we both had experiences like that. Maybe. You know? Yeah. And also to show you where you are in your journey and your healing, because maybe even six months ago, you wouldn't have been able to do that for those people for him. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I wasn't scared. I wasn't judgmental. Mm -hmm. I maybe, I think maybe six to six months to 12 months or two years or whatever, I would have been afraid and walked past him and went, please call to get help or something. Like I would have been afraid that I would mess it up or something. You know what I mean? Or he would hurt me. Mm -hmm. um, and I wasn't afraid. Mm. And I think you also were confident that you knew how to help him. Yeah. But I knew what to say. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I just, you know, I feel like I've been where it was really, really dark and I wasn't going to take my own life, but I felt like I was going to die many times. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. So I don't feel judgmental to him. I felt like I felt for him, you know, empathy. Um, yeah. So anyway, well, you know, I wonder if the suicide hotline wasn't answering, but I think for anyone out there, you know, if, if you ever feel like that, if the suicide hotline isn't answering, then try another one or try a friend or try the police or the hospital or whatever you need to do to, you know, get help. And luckily I happened to be there at the exact moment he was seeking help. Yeah. Um, because sometimes I think somebody would get frustrated and, you know, I, I hope that there's enough hotlines out there for people to get help or to go to the hospital. Um, but just to, to switch gears before we end the episode, I wanted to talk about one more fun, lighter hearted thing that <laughs> I went to. Um, so I went with my friend Claudia to Adam Lambert and I love him since American Idol. And he's the one that sings with Queen and he is, I just, you know, he was on, oh, you know what? He was the judge on lip sync battle. And that is, we had Erica. Oh, right. Now. Mm -hmm. We had Erica Mowell on who mm -hmm. impersonates, you know, does a tribute to Lady Gaga and mm -hmm. he is the judge. He was the judge on that show. And he is just a great example of a human being because he's no ego. He's very down to earth, very charismatic, natural performer and host. And so we saw him perform at the Palladium and I've seen him perform several times and I liked it because he was talking to the audience a lot and he was singing a lot. And he did, he even did his own music, but he did covers of like Metallica and Nine Inch Nails and, you know, disco songs. And so he was, it was just really interesting. And he made some jokes. He said, he said, you know, it's Halloween and my tour is called the witch hunt. And he goes, so you might see some goblins or Dracula or ghosts or politicians. And everyone started <laughs> laughing. Everyone started laughing. And then he he said, hi, gay, you know, raise your hand if you're gay. And it was oh. like, 
it was like 75% of the audience and mm-hmm. it was really good love energy. And then he said, raise your hand if you're an ally. And so we were like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just made everyone feel so comfortable being in their own skin. Like, like just such an example of be yourself, no matter who you are. And, you know, and so he makes jokes about like, yeah, you know what? I'm a queen. So I like wearing extra glitter on my eyes. You know, I own it. I don't care, you know, that kind of thing. And so I, I just think that there needs to be more examples of that. So people do feel comfortable in their own skin. And, you know, I, I've been watching this surreal life on M or VH1. And now it has like all these people on there. Like I won't name them all right now, but one of the guys, um, Manny Moa, Manny Mua, I think that's his name. Um, let me see. Manny, he's very famous on TikTok. And yeah, Manny Mua. And he's a gay guy who does makeup and he's like a personality on mm-hmm. YouTube and TikTok. But yesterday when I was watching, he said that he spent all these years growing up trying to pray that he wouldn't be gay. And oh. he, went, he went to counseling. They had him go to a six month counseling program to teach him not to be gay. And the, he did all these sessions of like trying to get rid of the gay mm. and it really traumatized him. And now he's much better. He did lots of therapy and like has all these great friends that helped him. But he tells that story to be an example of like, no, now I accept myself who I am. It doesn't matter who I choose to love, you know? Powerful. It's and, and that's another example of what you just talked about. Someone who's using their platform to do good, to spread love and to show that it's okay to just be who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're all about. <laughs> yes. Amen. We are doing that on this podcast and we hope that we're helping some people out along the way. Right. Yeah. So I guess we'll wrap up. Um, but I hope everyone enjoyed our mixture of discussions and stories and experiences and, um, quite a variety we've had in the last few. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Let's, let's have some more. Let's manifest some more. I know that that type of energy. Yeah. Yeah adventures that we can talk about on the show in good ways in positive ways right not not dysfunctional adventures (laughs) or yeah i mean if they are that we can help people too we are we are here to serve yes yes but no i'm just saying i don't want anything chaotic i'd rather have like interesting exciting adventures but yeah yeah anyways (laughs) all right well sending everybody um light and love and thanks for listening Oh, and just just a reminder that I do have a life coach certification course available. It's online. You can do it at your own pace. I do special calls with you to help you throughout the course. And it's um, lessons from confidence forward slash certification if you want more info on signing up for that. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com. And follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.